One Piece chapter 1047 has arrived, potentially setting up the grand finale between Luffy and Kaido. But before we get into that, what exactly are we getting here? Yamato just dished out one of the greatest speeches in anime history, something so inspirational. Nike will most likely hit up Oda to craft a commercial for for, for the corporation. But, you know, really, let me be serious. It was just basically telling Momonosuke, hey, man, you need you could do it. You can make more clouds. And Momonosuke sort of like, yo, I can't do this. I can't do this. Now, suffering from PTSD and every other traumatic experience since, you know, the time jump and prior, we have a flashback that, you know, we have all of this triggering a flashback in Momonosuke of him with his mom and Odin, of course. And, you know, Yamato needs to take some notes from Odin as far as some, some fancy stuff to save her inspiration. But Odin... This is the land of samurai. When one suffers a great failure here, their life is usually forfeit. No man should question the resolve of a woman who speaks with such conviction. Of course, his mom saying, hey man, listen, you need to revive the clan. You're going to leap 20 years into the future. And Momonosuke being a child, of course, I could see why he's not able to cope with this. As much as we will sometimes think, hey man, just go with regular anime logic. Even though you're a kid, you're ready to save the world. This is a grand thing to ask of him. Not, you know, I'm not going to regurgitate too much from what we already know. I enjoyed that I'm seeing this flashback more fleshed out, more in-depth, more dialogue. And even though it bothers me when we get these moments where the fights are just amazing and boom, flashback, you know, it just follows basic anime laws without this. I well, manga laws without this. I don't know if we could call this a manga, but in all seriousness, it, it was neat, but a bit bittersweet. I, you know, the momentum felt a bit swayed. But from here, Odin just yelling at him with words of inspiration and Momonosuke understanding that he'll be on his way. Anyways, all of this to say, Momonosuke, if he's not able to create these clouds, he won't ever, he would never be able to face his mom's, his mom's, his mom. Now, going on from there with those, you know, heartfelt flashbacks, we get the juice. We get the meat on here. We get, you know, when you go to a buffet and you already have three things in your mind you want to eat. Well, there's only three things we want right now is Luffy fighting Kaido. That's it. That's it. I think we could all agree on that. Now, shouts out for Kaido for representing our exact emotions. Did you just grab lightning? Yes. Luffy decided, you know what? I'm NO for this part of the chapter. Yeah. <laughs> Oda with a complete 180. But from there, Luffy just using a thunderbolt, taking inspiration for Pikachu and Kaido. I just let's give credit to the fact that Kaido, through all of the time he spent fighting all of the damage, he's able to speed blitz away from a lightning strike. You could argue the, you know, the speed of the lightning bolt being thrown by Luffy. Now, would a would a regular lightning bolt by itself be faster than being thrown by Luffy? I don't understand how that exactly works. But Kaido being able to dodge that, that's that's five out of five right there. Five out of five, this man needs to be on a track meet. Going on from there, Kaido is able to land hits on Luffy still. So besides the fact he could blitz these tacks, he's able to hit Luffy just as quick. And we're entering this part of the fight that the more they continue to fight, the less damage Kaido wants to take. You know, he's had this tank presence since the very beginning. Why even dodge an attack? He could just eat it. I feel ever since the Zoro slice, not to say he's responsible for every damage, and without him, he probably wouldn't have taken damage. I'm going too deep into this. But I felt ever since that slice from Zoro, little by little, Kaido's like, okay, I can't sit here and keep taking these damages. And at this part of the fight, where he's, you know, Oda is emphasizing that he's breathing. He's putting huff, huff right before Kaido is attacking. Whenever he's t 
talking it starts with huff ends with the huffs of course we could wait for the official translations but i'm pretty sure that's it uh you're seeing the progression in kaido potentially losing energy and i say potentially because we're going from him getting pummeled with various uh, attacks from Luffy to, all right, I'm breathing harder, but he's still able to dodge, you know, a lightning bolt, still able to land hits on Luffy himself. And we have a quote from Kaido that's definitely going to foreshadow a lot of events through the entirety of One Piece from this point forward. A lot of people, and by people, I mean, you know, theories floating out and stuff. One of the best things I've heard from this is that this is going to foreshadow Luffy's and Blackbeard's fight whenever it happens. And I could definitely see that Luffy being somebody that not only trains using his devil fruit, has a strong will, but also training his hockey as much as possible. Blackbeard, from the little amount of manga time he's had, we know two things. One, we, he has the yami yami. He has white beards. And we don't know much else as far as, you know, his attacks in general. Um, we know a little bit. But as far as new information, we know he can't take a hit. He'll start crying. But when it comes to hockey, I, I guess I could have just started there. When it comes to hockey, Blackbeard doesn't seem like the kind that is has any high advanced hockey level compared to let's say Kaido or Luffy we know he's someone so far that is extremely reliant on his devil fruits so I feel this definitely foreshadows how Luffy will have the one the one up against Blackbeard now what this also tells us is for the most part myself included I'm like god the Naki Naki fruit not the Gomu Gomu the Naki Naki this is I mean going in this cartoonish direction where he doesn't have any limitations seems a bit OP as much as anything in the One Piece world could really be OP. I mean, to this day, Shanks is still considered OP. We haven't even seen much for him. But, you know, throughout the fight, even though Kaido's been holding up, it's like, yo, once Luffy's able to hold this form down, what's really going to be able to stop him besides hockey development? And the fact that Kaido emphasized, yo, Roger, yeah, he didn't need no devil fruit. He did this with straight hockey goes to show you that, yes, the Naki Naki fruit, insane. It doesn't end here. Obviously, we're still going to have continuous advancements as far as training for Luffy. And Kaido, by him saying that statement, that sort of prevents me. That sort of prevents me from, you know, seeing him as having a potential awakening or an extra form. Now, I would like to think he still has an awakening left. But, I mean, Kaido being in this position, being a mythical Zoan himself. Who's to say this isn't, the hybrid form isn't an awakening? Maybe this is something Oda so far has emphasized. He's emphasized with Law and Kid, but of course, we've never seen them. I mean, of course, we've never seen them in their awakening. So I see why he emphasized the fact like, oh, they're awakened. But for Kaido, maybe. But this statement right here makes me feel like maybe this is it for Kaido. And I mean, even if he were to have an awakening, I just don't see... I would see this just following up with failure. Yes, I'm going on the Mr. Morg direction here. If Kaido has an awakening, who's really here to stop him? As much as I would love to say Zoro's going to wake up and somehow have a typical Shonen power-up, it just it is, doesn't fit Oda's writing style. But from here, I mean, I'm loving it. Even though he strikes, giving this grand speech saying, listen, Roger didn't have no devil fruit. And just smashes Luffy through. Luffy bounces off continues eating these hits goes to show you that you know Luffy's mythical zone putting in that work definitely looking looking pretty hurt latches onto Kaido goes into the sky takes a quick break goes on goes for a water bottle 
drink some Gatorade. None of that zero sugar bullshit. Takes his time. From there, he just breathes, meditates a bit while continuously holding Kaido while Kaido tries to celebrate. And that's when he comes back with not just a not just a typical punch, not just a typical fist. And while this is going on, of course, Kaido is getting, you know, breathing his fire on him. But he ends up leading up with a fist potentially potentially bigger than Onigashima itself. Now, I skipped a crucial event here, and it's on the citizens down below getting ready to lift off the lantern sky and basically saying, man, I, I hope, I really hope I manage to survive for next years. And then we we get a bit of talk, a conversation piece that's like, hey, you know what? I, I'd rather die now. If, if Kaido were to win, like, uh, let me let me read you the exact quote. That the whole island is falling. That just means Kaido is at the end of his rope. Listen, all of you, think which outcome would you prefer? Of course, this is how Haigoro speaking right here. And, you know, if Luffy defeats Kaido, the island's going to fall and crush everybody. So death is quick. They get to celebrate. However, if Kaido comes up on top, it's torture. It's slavery. And it's only going to end in death. Now, we have some people yelling, I have a kid in Hakumi. My wife is down in Ringo. It's... And as they're yelling this, I'm over here thinking, oh, man, they're like, man, we miss our family. But then they're like, no, 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 no. That means they can all just get wiped out with me. Isn't that the most peaceful thing you could think of? Now, I sort of have this mindset, slight tangent here with a zombie apocalypse. Everyone loves to talk about how they'll be able to survive, of course, depending on the zombies. Let's go to Walking Dead route. And oh, shit, I, I wouldn't let a zombie body me. I wouldn't let a zombie do this. And I'm the only one that sort of sits back like, listen. I'm not willing to sit here and watch anybody close to me get eaten or potentially transform. I stress this enough. I will collect the most amount of explosives that I can find. And we're all going out with a bang. I'm going to make sure we're all having the greatest time of our lives and boom, we're done. The zombies ain't going to get me. They're not going to get you either. Trust me, I'm doing this because I love y'all. Think about Think about somebody you love for whatever reason. They're getting attacked and eaten by zombies. You want to survive with that visual in your head? So I, I could relate to this. I could relate I could relate this <laughs> emotion right here with everyone I love being destroyed by zombies. All right. So yes, um, you know, let's just have the island destroy us all. Going on from there, everyone starts sort of celebrating, being cheerful for the possibility of Luffy winning and all of them dying. We get a bit of Usopp sort of running around, running around saying, I don't want to die, which is hilarious. A juxtaposition displayed here. Usopp itself, like, yeah, he definitely doesn't want to die. I mean, ever, ever. I could see him never being someone that's just like, I will face this to if I have to. Even if he's protecting somebody, he's like, I don't want to die, but I got to do this. Going on from there, we understand, oh, look, the water is putting out more fire. And then that fire thing, I forgot. It's still around, which is, I honestly feel it's a bit lame. I'm getting tired of this right here. Anything extra that is still lingering around that isn't centralized around Kaido and Luffy is a bit too tedious. Going on from there, we're back to the present when we have a fist the size of Onigashima getting ready to destroy Kaido. Getting ready. Now, one thing's for certain. There's a lot of lightning surrounding this fist. So I'm questioning if this is powered by electricity. Second thing I want to say is, whoa, Yamato is just a spectator here. Like she couldn't like, I don't know, throw a long range attack at Kaido. I know I'm being too, I'm being too harsh to be harsh. Lucy, <laughs> Lucy. No, technically I got that right. There was a character named Lucy. Luffy himself telling Momo, hey man, I need you to move Onigashima. So forget, you know, 
I, I guess you could say the progress so far on holding it up, but it's just like, hey, Onigashima's gonna fall. I, I just need you to move it to prevent casualties uh, potentially. Move it for, hey, whatever Luffy has planned. And as far as chapter 1047, I'm loving it. I'm loving how surprised Kaido was when Luffy is still able to just show new things. Yeah. Electricity, mind. This giant fist, the easily bigger than Kaido, that's about to destroy Onigashima. Wild. And I would love... I would love. Just can we tie up any other loose ends here? Can we tie up any loose ends, please? And as far as the fight continuing, again, yeah, I told you my thoughts as far as Kaido having a potential awakening. Who knows at this point? But I don't see the fight ending. I don't. I feel not that this would be cheesy. I would love if the fight ended here, honestly. And I don't want to go for the fact that we haven't gotten a flashback yet or anything. But I strongly feel Zoro seeing that you know, whether you want to say it's a manifestation of his sword, death, whatever the case is, it's here to play a major part. I firmly believe that. And I know there's some people saying that, yo, if that's the size of Luffy's fist, he's probably a giant behind the clouds. You could clearly see Luffy right underneath the fist while holding on to Kaido, which is funny that he's still holding on to Kaido while the fist is coming down. But hey, we can't we can't have any chances on here. That being said, that's it for this week. How did you feel about it? Was the pacing done correctly? Are you tired of the Momonosuke flashbacks? Or are you enjoying his character development? And another thing I want to say going on from here is that if Zoro does play a part for finishing off Kaido, go all the way. Go all the way, Oda. Make this man a menace, a vicious monster. Let's not hold back. I do not want to see Zoro spare him like the sword just about to cut his head off and he stops because Kaido's defeated. End this man's life. Flashback or no flashback. And I'll catch you guys, not next week because I believe there's a break, but next time there's a new chapter. Yeah, I'll go with that.